Hi, this is Mav coming to you from the future of this particular episode. As you listen to this, you're going to hear us talk quite a bit about Instagram and some of their current issues. We will speak about how their policies have affected models and other content creators. We will even touch very briefly on OnlyFans. However, we never speak about the controversy regarding OnlyFans changing their policy this week to ban explicit sex and pornography, something that made that site famous in the first place. This is because we recorded this episode before that particular piece of news happened. Obviously, it would have been relevant to the conversation if we had known. In any case, I'm sure it will come up on the show at some point, and everything else we say in this episode is still an ongoing issue. Anyway, enjoy the episode. with drinking and swearing. My name is Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mav, and I am once again here with my co-host Katya and Monica. I'm back. I wasn't here last week. How's it going, guys? <laughs> I wasn't here last week either. It was weird. It was weird. I had to pretend to be Mav. I don't know how I feel about it. Did, did we have a show? Because like it's in the listeners' past, but like I have not heard. Yeah, it, it happened. It happened. You know, you'll have to listen. It, 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 you know, this will have already come out. So uh, yeah. So go back and listen to the previous show. If you missed last week, then you should go back and listen to it or like rewind time. Yeah. Because you can do that on a podcast. Yes. Podcast time Um, travel, which confuses me. How are you doing, Monica? Good. (laughs) You haven't been on for a while. So uh, Monica, I mean, I don't know if we want to tell the listeners. Are you sharing your COVID story? Oh, you mean I haven't been here because I'm fully vaccinated and still caught Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was that was a not fun week. Of my life. <laughs> already been vaccinated. Go do that, please. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> otherwise, it would be much worse. The yeah, you're alive. I could think to myself was some version of like, "Wow, imagine what the bad version of this is." Because oh yeah, the vaccinated version was still absolutely not fun. I didn't I leave have, my bed for five straight days. <laughs> I have um, much of my family got sick during, you know, in the pre-vaccine days to where my, um, my uncle and aunt and cousin and my cousin's kids and grandkids. So basically four, gener- four generations of people in three different households got sick pretty early on, um, one of whom an aunt of mine died from it. It was massively bad, which is why I get I have very little patience for people who um, are anti-vax uh, or COVID's a hoax or, you know, screw you all. Go get vaccinated. <laughs> so, but not what we're talking about today. Um, What are we talking about today? I don't remember. What are we talking about today, Katya? Yeah. So we're talking uh, the weird announcement that Instagram made about a month ago. Uh, the Instagram, the photo sharing app is no longer a photo sharing app. What are they sharing so, now? <laughs> yeah, so the unclear. Uh, so this is from the basically back in July, uh, the head of Instagram, Adam uh, Masseri, announced yeah announced that they are no longer a photo sharing app. And what exactly that means is very nebulous. But basically, the short version is they're going to my favorite thing from his statement, which he made of course on Instagram in a video. 
was basically he's like people don't come here for photos they come to instagram to be entertained our research says and it's like that's that's because that's what photos photos are for that's that's what media <laughs> media, media is for entertainment do you not do you not like but it, it was just like this weird thing of like that I'm sure their research is I would hope their research is more detailed than people come here for entertainment because that is I'm pretty sure their research is, the is most TikTok. Vague. I'm pretty sure their research is they heard TikTok was making a bunch of money well, and they were and like, we, we like money. You would like, yeah, and, we would like some of the money. That's effectively what it is. So basically, they specifically cite TikTok and YouTube. So as many people who follow social media things uh, and care about such things who are aware, so basically me. Um <laughs> like no facebook and instagram while they still have i still think that there's some of like in terms of like number of people with accounts there's they're still like some of the largest social media platforms facebook is still the largest social media platform far, right. in existence yeah, mm-hmm. yeah by several, but they are hemorrhaging users right. um and specifically it's not necessarily accounts are disappearing but their engagement is going down while tiktok and youtube are skyrocketing and it mm-hmm. seems like instagram's take on this is because their interpretation is people want video and so their solution is leaning into video more hardcore and the other aspect of it is shopping which is interesting so i think what i've gleaned from this and what others have seemed to have gleaned from this is is instagram is only going to care care about video stuff like going forward um and they're basically going to become the hsn of social media apps what that looks like concretely in design practice has yet to be seen of course there is like the shopping section of instagram that i don't think i've ever clicked on other than by accident in my life um so that's a whole thing but uh yeah that's that's the general topic is what the fuck instagram (laughs) i have um i have mixed feelings i have complicated feelings i also i do a lot of work you know research and social media stuff for you know my job job my day job um so we have thoughts but i'm also old i'm you know i mean it's it's i'm the old person today i can't make fun of wayne because wayne didn't show up today so like i guess i'm the old guy um so uh you know I invited um, I invited a friend, you know, to to, you know, someone closer to you, whippersnappers age. <laughs> um, this is like an old friend of mine. And now I just called her old. <laughs> this is my friend, Dane Halo. Hey, Dane. Thank you for coming up. <laughs> I'll accept it. I'm in my 30s now. As far as social media goes, I'm I'm old. I, I'll take that. You're an old yeah, person. But you're... I think I'm old, too. So I, feel <laughs> I heard I heard recently um someone was talking to my sister. She's, uh, she's in her late twenties and in college and, uh, went back to school to upgrade and her roommates were 18, 19 and 20. Um, were were saying something along the lines of, Oh, the Simpsons, who even watches that? That's for so like, that's for old people. And my sister was like, Oh my God, the youths. (laughs) So uh, even 27 year olds are old now. Well, just oh, so, so listeners know why I invited you, Dane, you are you are a model. That's that's actually where I know you from back from back when I used to be. I mean, I guess I'm still a photographer. Do you ever stop being a photographer? I haven't been working. I because, so. and, but I mean, like, I know, you know, I, I do enjoy taking pictures. I am good at it, but it's not I, I'm not making money at that right now because I'm just way right. too busy. Religion, like um, you're a photographer, but you're not practicing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but Dane and I know each other from from the early days of of internet glamour photography modeling on a website we right. were talking about um, offline. We, we used to both work for a website called Zivity. Um, but now you, uh, like I was just thinking when, when Katya proposed this, I was like, who do I know who, 
is, you know, who who really knows how to use Instagram. And, and you were the first person I thought of. So thank you for oh, showing well, up. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, it's funny because as much as I love Instagram, uh, I don't post like I don't post very regularly because, um, well, for a number of reasons that we'll get into tonight. But um, I could be I could engage more for sure. <laughs> thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of curious. I don't know if people actually I mean, like, OK, there's like I said, the subset of weird nerds who care about what happens in social media, which is, again, me and five people that I hang out with. Like, <laughs> that's not true. A lot of people freaked out. But uh, I guess I'm kind of wondering, like, what were people's responses to this? Like, does this actually I mean, like, does this actually matter? Because yes. I think, right, because like my thing. OK, because I think in some ways we originally were going to do this episode like right after the news dropped just to be all topical and things. It was, it was a month ago. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm glad we actually had had a few weeks to like think about it because like initially I was like, oh, this is the end of Instagram, which I still think it's like, but I, I, I still think it's sort of true. But that's mostly because Instagram has been on decline for a while. Right. And mm-hmm. I think this is like a lot of people are just like, oh, well, this is the last straw. That's what I came here for was because this was the photography platform. I like seeing photography. Mm-hmm. I like seeing all of this. And I like or I like producing photography because I come at this as more as a like a user rather than a creator perspective, even though I do post on Instagram. It's like what's happened is it's like over the last several years is as Instagram has pivoted more towards like reels and video and whatever, they don't invest in what originally brought people to the to the app. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and I'd also be interested. It's not like Dana, maybe you have thoughts on this. The other aspect of it is the thing I think that makes TikTok and YouTube more competitive. And this is like me as an outside, like as a user who doesn't really make content, especially not as part of my uh, my job. Like part of what I think is competitive about those two things is even though their monetization models are very screwed up and not ideal. They at least there are ways to be paid other than just brand deals on on TikTok and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think part of it is like because Instagram as a platform doesn't invest in creators, that like that means that there's no incentive to create quality content, like unless you're landing brand deals. So it's like I've seen that like a lot of the professional like influencers or whatever or creators that I follow, they're usually reposting content from those other sites that are monetized, mm-hmm. right? And so like, and it's a lot I of come over. Come over and join me for more on my Patreon. Right, right exactly. Like, so I'm wondering if, like, I, yeah, I guess I'm just wondering if that's happens if that's happening to other people's feeds too, where it's like the people that you follow are redirecting everybody. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? There actually is an interesting thing that Instagram <clears throat> is looking to do. Uh, they're testing uh, quote unquote bonuses, which allow those with professional accounts to earn money through Reels, and they, I'm sure you noticed, are promoting those Reels to compete with TikTok. But not only that but they're planning to run advertising campaigns uh during vr experiences because facebook owns oculus so they are actually looking at ways to monetize um through instagram but who knows what that's going to look like who knows if it's you know i feel like they've already nailed their coffin shut um and now they're just really trying to grab onto any uh last strings available to them but i think it might be too late yeah, that's kind of my read, too, because I think even with the video thing, I mean, part of it is Instagram, since Facebook acquired it, it's become like this kitchen sink app is how I think about it. Is yeah. they just basically take the successful bits of Snapchat now of TikTok. Uh, they also want to do long term. What is it like the IGTV, which I think is really bizarre. I've never known anyone that has watched it voluntarily. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> but that's 
supposed to be like their their version of YouTube. And then the shopping thing, I, I I find the shopping tab I find hilarious. Which I'm just like, this is you're basically you you created a tab that someone is clicking on specifically to be advertised to, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, do, not, do not people right? And I'm like, what? And especially when you're already your like main, you know, your main feed is already full of ads as well. So it's like this is so way too many, right? It's become. I mean, they're no longer a photo sharing app; they're an ad sharing app. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think for me, it's the like, it's the loss of community that seems to be the biggest problem. Like, because the more you push any of these things, like social media was never like intended to interact with celebrities, like celebrity photos on social media for me are just like, it's just another ad essentially Mm -hmm. like social media. When you think about like, your your MySpace top eight, like your top eight are because they're your friends. Like that's why you signed on was to talk to your friends. And the more those things get buried, to remember and, MySpace. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I did have to have a secret MySpace, but that's that's a whole other. <laughs> oh my, <goodness. laughs> my, my parents didn't know about my MySpace. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. But your your Instagram account initially started as as the chance to share photos with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like and right. the fact that that is now the thing that is disappearing for me is the reason that it's gonna get the nail in the coffin. See, um, because right. it's not really contributing like anything new. Like YouTube is great, like if I want to l- learn how to do electrical work in my house, like I see, yes. <laughs> I see the yes. benefit, but I'm not learning how to do electrical work. From Instagram. <laughs> okay, so so I have thoughts here. And that's a perfect example because I did rewire um, several outlets in my house by watching YouTube videos. Um, that that is how I learned how to do it. I have like literally, I have smart light switches in uh, throughout my house now because I watch YouTube videos on how to do it, and that's that's exactly how I learned how to do it. So yes, and um, you're still here to, to tell us about it. So yeah, it's really. I mean, it YouTube. works. It works really well. They're like you know, and it tells you you know, make sure you ground it. Here's how you do that. Okay. Awesome. YouTube is amazing for that um i'm i can't believe this is this is gonna happen but i'm gonna be the sunny optimistic one here i don't think instagram's gonna die i think they're wrong because i think they are making a miscalculation on their 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 big statement of people our research shows that people come here to be entertained your research is wrong that's not why anybody comes here People come here to share and see photos of their friends or of their favorite celebrities or of pretty girls they like or of creators of other stuff that that like might be interesting to look at photos of. So I know for Katya, in your case, for instance, you follow a lot of sewing people, not because you're interested in their great photography, but because they're taking pictures of something that you want to see. Right. Like you're like, how? like, like like you might enjoy the photos, but I mean, it's not the question isn't, oh, my God, this woman is amazing. Using it, taking pictures of sweaters, she knitted. This is a you're going there because oh, I like that sweater. Perhaps I shall follow her on Ravelry, or perhaps I shall go to her website and find out about more about the sweater. Right? Like that's it, it's it's a bonus feature that that happens to be you know photos, but that but it's not really yes, it's entertaining. But I think that they're they're looking at themselves as a competitor to TikTok purely because Which TikTok made not. a bunch of money, and they're not, and they're never going to be, and it they're doesn't close, work. I mean, at least, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing is, it's like, well, this is why I would say that, like, there are people come here to be entertained is a really shitty research outcome. I am sure that is a mm-hmm. summary of a lot more complicated findings, although, because, like, 
there are Facebook properties as a whole, probably like do more research than probably any other social media platform, partially because yes. they research the research to do so. I am sure their research is more complicated, one would hope, than people um, come here to be entertained. Yes, but I, but but I absolutely there. believe. Yeah. Well, I absolutely no, 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 believe that an executive. Yes. <laughs> right. Because I think that because I think you're right. I think that they're basically they're, they're looking at TikTok, especially because they are losing users to TikTok. I mean, especially because like so if you look at a lot of like reels right now or where they're putting a lot of attention, most of the really successful reels are reposts from TikTok. Right. And, uh, and, uh, with, with some exceptions. But like even myself, it's like, oh, like I've even noticed I've went through. It's like, OK, what are the reels I've like saved or like interacted with in the last several months? They're almost all TikToks. And that's actually what I joined TikTok because creators I enjoyed were posting their TikToks. Like Instagram uh-huh. actually caused me to download TikTok, which is the last thing Instagram wanted. <laughs> right, right. But see, but see, that's the thing. They're looking at their popular users. They'll even say this, you know, we, we invented a word, you know, we invented the word influencers. We, we talk about content creators. Content creators are not the Instagram user. They've convinced themselves that they are because a bunch of people who style themselves as content creators are there, but Instagram is structured. You know, fundamentally it is a photo sharing app. It is, um, it is, they're going to fall into the same trap. And this is what put the death nail in Flickr. Flickr used to be one of my favorite websites. I love Flickr. It was perfect for what it was, but then Flickr decided they wanted to compete with Facebook and it's like, stop, stop. You will lose because Facebook is cooler than you at the thing that they do. You know? And that's the thing is it's like social media. There are some exceptions, but social media platforms, it tends to be whichever one is first mm-hmm. tends to kind of stick around. Or second um, and better. You right. know? Well, that, <laughs> yeah. that's basically the two options because like what, right. Like first would be, I mean, Instagram was like the first really successful photo sharing app. Mm-hmm. And the first show, like community, like Flickr came before right. and things like that. But, and yeah, like Facebook is my, MySpace 2.0 essentially. Mm-hmm. And, that- like, and part of the reason for that is basically like, it is really hard to claw a user base from a successful community. It is, is going to be really difficult. Nigh impossible for Instagram to claw TikTok and YouTube it can't work. users to their app work. for right. TikTok and YouTube content. Like I said, like the create, like, you know, the, like, for, like, for example, like I follow a few stand-up comedians. They're the ones that convince me to download TikTok because I like their content. And I'm like, I would rather just see it on TikTok because it's easier and it's designed for that app. So it's less weird. Oh. Um, and I'm not going to come back to Instagram to watch their stuff. But to your point, I think about, it's not just that Instagram, I think is not for influencers. I think it's that we, th- we talk about influencers as, as if they are just one thing mm-hmm. when they're not like in the sewing community, we are a smaller community and what it means to be an influencer is a much smaller thing. There are absolutely influencers within the craft community. Sure. And I think the big deal to your point though, is like, what like to me, Instagram, I don't go for entertainment. I go there because it is a tool for me to practice my hobby. I am going there like so, the sewing community and I'm sure there's other communities that have done this. I know the keyboard mechanical mm-hmm. keyboard community has done this to some extent. Like we've used hashtags strategically to basically if you want to look up a particular kind of like, you know, if you have a particular like dress size, there are specific hashtags you can look to see everyone else that is your dress size that sews. There are specific sewing tags right. for your region, your country. 
There are specific ones for pattern brands, companies, uh, people who are trying to make uh, different kinds of like clothing for trans folks for accessibility reasons that like all, all kinds of shit. So we've basically the sewing community has turned Instagram into like this very strange database that at this point and the sewing community has been kind of freaking out because we've now spent years building this pretty robust online community using Instagram in a way that like was closer, I think, actually to its original in use and original intent. Um, and as it's kind of been adding all of these different features and other stuff, and especially like the advertising, it's become almost useless for that because mm-hmm. you don't see those feed that those feeds anymore. Like I, I've been joking on the podcast and like outros, I don't post on Instagram anymore. This is partially why it's made itself, at least for the kinds of things that I use it for and the people that I communicate with on Instagram, what we use it for, it's kind of made it useless. Right. Well, uh, so, so I'm just looking at, I mean, yeah. I'm just pulling my phone. I'm looking at like, like my favorite things that I've seen recently. Right. Like, so post from Monica, you have, um, you have your, an article that you wrote came out and you got engaged pictures that you've had. Congratulations on both. <laughs> you know, But like, those are things that are, on, those are things on Monica's, on Monica's Instagram. Right. Katya's are usually, we, we've joked about this lots of times, lots of times on the, on, on, cats. yeah, yeah. It's, it's sewing and cats is what, is what Katya right and then danes is is always you know it's always your you know you know your modeling pictures um because that's what you use it for but again i guess probably as far as entertainers dane you're the one closest to doing that except for i'm not really watching you to be entertained by you no offense i'm following dane halo on 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 instagram because you're my friend right like like we're also yeah yeah like that's literally it's like i'm supporting my friend and her art right that is kind of the thing um but also i've um i would well i will i i do follow your private social media as well because mm-hmm. that's because that's what you know that's what that's what social media is for and right. and and the benefit of it is I'm too lazy to go to Katia.com and Dane.com and, and Monica.com. Like, it's great that I can go to one website and just kind of, you know, and if you guys have more stuff, you'll link off to, and I do it the same, I do the same thing, you know, go like Vox podcast, right? If whenever we post a new show, I talk about it on social media and mm-hmm. it's because, uh, because more people follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram than follow the website directly because the website is just us. And it would be, you know, it's extra work to go to our website every day to see if we posted a new article or to see if we posted a new, uh, a, a new show. So that's, that's where Instagram has, has, has value. And, you know, seriously, if you want to add value to me, trying to compete, compete at TikTok is not the way to go. Like seriously, just add the ability to put links in uh, on a photo and my life is instantly better, but they don't want to do that because they're trying to keep people from leaving the Instagram world. And that's a miscalculation, but that's one of the things that makes me not like Instagram. It makes Twitter cooler than Instagram. And that's, Instagram is basically micro. I mean, so I mean, Twitter was the original like really micro blogging mm-hmm. social media platform, but Instagram basically became micro blogging with photos. Right, and then Twitter, and it's great for that, is that which now? is why like I think a lot of crafting communities and hobbyist communities, it became an easier way to do like mm-hmm. a sewing blog. Uh, and I see it with other places too. And it's like, but now it's like the, I think the thing is that the miscalculation with, with video is like, A, like I said earlier, there are platforms that do it better. And mm-hmm. B, making video is, like, hard. is harder. It is a greater time commitment. And not saying that like my photos are spectacular professional quality. 
So like, let's go with mediocre, but decent is my level of photography. <laughs> to make a mediocre, but decent photo, I, you know, I can do a decent one. I can do like a little like crappy, mediocre photo shoot in my apartment for like my, you know, whatever dress I made that week. And it takes me tops if I'm trying to actually do it well, like maybe an hour. <laughs> if I try to do the same thing with a video, I think I would just break down in tears. Right. Well, and I mean, our, we, we have video on YouTube, right? Those take me a few hours to produce. I mean, that's like a day every day. I mean, I do I do one a week um, because that's that's literally my day in order to just produce, you know, the video version of this show. Um, and and this is primarily an audio show. So a lot of it's just not there. If it was actually a full video where I was actually trying to color correct and everything, that oh, would be no, that, no. It, 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 that no, would be a full time job, nightmare. which is why which is why we don't do that. And right. and it's not just Instagram because it's the mistake that TikTok is the bell of the ball right now. Right. So so YouTube is also trying to copy TikTok. YouTube just added this thing. We're going to have shorts and shorts are the most annoying fucking thing in the world because now my video video feed is full. I, for, for work, I watch a lot of videos that um, are movie news or um, comic book industry news. Monica, you probably also watch a lot of the same channels that I do. Right. Um, and like all these people who do, um, who do, who follow movie news um, screen rant, which is, you know, for, for instance, now has their 20 minute and hour long shows mixed in with a ton of 60 second videos that YouTube shorts and they're fucking annoying. And if I could edit them out, cause like there's nothing that you can say in 60 seconds that is interesting to me, like nothing. I, if I wanted to, I would yeah. go to TikTok well, like, and get that, but that's what they're that's trying the to do. Is, it's like, I, and I think this is that's the other thing is that the mistake of this is like, I, I don't know how representative I am of other users, but I feel like me and then the people I've talked to about this, we go to specific platforms for specific types of experiences. Right. Like, I'm going to turn on YouTube because I want to binge watch a bunch of weird people doing like whatever they're right. doing, like sewing right. or whatever thing, whatever I'm watching that week. Like, you, never, you don't want to be on Instagram for an hour. Like no one wants to be on Instagram for an hour. You might that's, accidentally that's be on Instagram YouTube for is an like, hour. I'm sitting there and watching it as if it is TV. TikTok, yes. I'm going to, I mean, TikTok, I have definitely scrolled through for many hours, but it's because it's like I'm flipping through different things of like lots of different topics, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, Instagram, Instagram, it's usually like I pop in for five minutes, see what's up and then pop out. It's like, these are all, right. and it's like, and all of these are. They want you there longer because they want to advertise to you more, but I don't want to be there longer. That's what I like about it is that I'm not there longer. The algorithm sucks on Instagram, but on TikTok, like it's really well fine tuned to the user themselves. Like it will give you more content that you want. Instagram mm -hmm. is terrible at that. Well, I think it's because, because TikTok, I think has figured out, I, I, I think that TikTok's algorithm is optimized to get you to find other videos and you stay in it. It's not necessarily to sell you things because there's, there are ads on TikTok, but not on the same dominance. And honestly, most of the ads I see are like partner, like partner deals with people I follow, um, which means that they're actually, even when it's an ad, it's at least interesting content. Like I'm willing to watch it. It's like, great, cool. Creators making money all for it. Whereas on Instagram, and this is another thing I kind of want to talk about. Instagram has created its own problem in that because of how successful, and this is also true of Facebook, because of how successful their advertising algorithms are at getting people to click on stuff. Part of what you see, like there's a, a class of businesses that are essentially Instagram businesses that have created products that are aesthetically pleasing. You can sell on Instagram 
often drop shippable, not really sustainable business models, but the idea is basically to go viral long enough that you can make money and get out. Mm -hmm. They're not real businesses with longevity. And I think at least I was like looking around at people who know more about this kind of business than I do, that those companies seem to be sustaining a lot of Instagram's revenue. And because the business model is not not very sustainable, it might be coming to the end of that cycle of viability too. Mm -hmm. So I think the problem is Instagram is... Instagram is trying to grow because they are a company first and a company's job is to grow. A company wants to be bigger than it was and it doesn't want to be satisfied with being the best at a very small user base. The problem is that what I want out of Instagram is I want a really good photo sharing app. That's what I want. And honestly, there's not a lot of innovation to be done there. Um, (laughs) Like, so, I mean, I mentioned Flickr before. Flickr worked fine. What killed Flickr was literally Flickr trying to compete with Facebook book and trying to do cooler things like we're going to get into blogging. No, no, you're not. You're not. You're going to lose. Stop. Stop doing that. And I think Instagram, you know, let's get into videos so that we can compete with YouTube and TikTok again. Stop doing that. You'll lose. Be the best photo sharing app you can you can be because because honestly, for the last five years, if I'm thinking of I want to see photos from so and so, it's been like let me go on Instagram and see if they've posted that, whether it's a it's a celebrity or whether it's a friend of mine. If I know if I know someone went on vacation, um, like oh Katya said she was going on vacation, let me go on Instagram and see if she's posted pictures yet. Like that would be the thought that I would do, right? Like I, I want to go see stuff from from there because that's you know instagram was the place for that and they're trying to be more i don't i'm never going to think of them first i'm never going to think of them before you know for watching videos about um how to rewire my my lights my, my light switches I'm going to go to YouTube and they and they're not going to win that fight. Um, the the and it's it's not just, you know, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Remember, you're a big company, right? The, the Google made the same mistake. Do you guys remember Google Plus when Google was like, we're going to yeah. we're going to beat Facebook by going on and, and being the better social network. And I had friends. I have friends who work at Google who um, <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but I was having a conversation with somebody who worked on on Google Plus when it came out. And I was like, this is never going to work and and my friend says um why not and i said okay i'm a member of several um of several social media platforms i've got um i am you know i use facebook um, because it's the all-purpose one but i've also i'm on Flickr and instagram when i want to do photo stuff if i want to hook up with other models or photographers i use um the model mayhem which dane will remember it was a social media site literally everyone on there was either a model a photographer a makeup person, a costume person, a hairstylist. Yeah, it had to be industry. <laughs> yes, it was it was just industry people and all of us were that and that was it. And and so like you're, you know, and Model Mayhem was for I am doing this beach project, so I need someone who can make me bikinis, I need someone who can wear them and I need a hairstylist who's available. And then that's that's what we used it for. It was limited. Right. No one was ta- no one was trying to find a date, no one was trying to be funny. There was nothing interesting. It was literally just people trying to book projects. It was great. Um rather Ravelry exists just for people who are sewing stuff. That's what Ravelry's for, right? You're right. That's so entirely cool. specific, right? No, but it's it, like well, it just, no, it's and, just for, and, and that's and, the thing is Instagram used to be a great like I was saying, like Instagram used to be a great place for the sewing like it, it became the Ravelry of the sewing community. And part right. of why it was great is because there are niche sites like Ravelry for specific kinds of crafts, but if you are a multi-crafty kind of human. 
And you also want to share other aspects of your life. Like yeah. I follow someone who I follow for her, right? like, <laughs> I follow uh, several people who I follow for their sewing content, and they also talk about like being a parent. Have a Is kid, that yeah. what I follow mm-hmm. them for? No, but do I find it fascinating to listen as a person who doesn't have children for them to pontificate on like what it's like to raise a three year old? Kind of, yeah, sure. Um, and, and, and if they post a cute picture of their kids, you'll like it, you know, right? Right. <laughs> But well, then, then, well, but see, the problem was Google Plus decided Google Plus was like, oh, we're going to jump in here and we're going to be we're going to be the new social network. And I remember arguing with my friend who worked there and saying, why would I switch to this? And he's like, well, you know, it's because blah, blah, blah. And security. And I was like, no, 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 no. If Facebook is my all purpose social network and I understand why you hate Facebook. But um, if I have if I have Flickr for sharing, uh, sharing vacation photos, I've got um, I've got model mayhem for my photography business i've got ravelry for for knitting what is google plus for what is the special use case and he's like well google plus is for people who care about data security and want to um have uh, have two-factor authentication and i was like yeah and i was like in the way that they think it is i know what the words (laughs) you said mean and you have already bored me <laughs> like like I need to be able to tell if you want to give us have a social network that you want me to replace the place where like right now I go to Facebook because um, or Instagram now at the time Facebook, but Facebook or Instagram, because my brother and my sister in law, like if my if my niece has a birthday party and I want to see pictures of her birthday because, you know, there's a pandemic and that's, you know, that's where I go. It will be on Instagram it will be on my brother's Facebook page or my sister in law's Instagram. Instagram page. That's where it will be. Um, my older niece will um, has her own Instagram account. So if she goes and does something cool with her friends, it's going to be on. That's what I, that's where I go there for. And you need a compelling reason if you want me to get them. It, like I'm not switching well, and, to your new and, site unless there's a reason and like and have everybody in my life switch there. Right. Like I was just going to say, maybe there is like an inevitability to all of it, too. Like when yeah. I think about the transition between MySpace and Facebook. Like it kind of did the same thing in that Mm -hmm. you were connecting with your friends, but also you completely lost the customization and you lost the, the music sharing aspect of MySpace. So like there was, it Mm -hmm. was a replacement and it was kind of at the time, technically an inferior replacement. And yet you still got everybody to switch over. And I, I will say that I sort of I think it was just my words, MySpace but was I, buggy. I, MySpace was buggy though. That's why, I mean, was, like they shouldn't yes, have lost. <laughs> they should not have lost. And I, mm-hmm. I think about when uh, Sorkin's social network came out, like I distinctly remember and I will eat my words now that I was like, I'm not going to watch that movie because Facebook won't be relevant in 10 years. And like, <laughs> to my surprise, it's still here. But my evidence for that mm-hmm. was specifically the fact that MySpace had just gone under, had just yeah. been replaced. Mm-hmm. And so we, I do feel like, yeah, we can say like, oh, well, we need a photo sharing app. That's the thing that makes it different. But we also kind of just proved that we don't need a customizable music sharing site. And so therefore, maybe we don't need a photo site. Because well, the, the new thing is going to be video. But it won't be TikTok. TikTok. Well, no, it, it won't, but be, it won't be video. But I think there's what some I'm saying is you don't necessarily need a one-to-one right. placement for something to become irrelevant hey. or 
used. Mm-hmm. But I think what happens with, I think actually the MySpace to Facebook conversion is a good example because I think what happens is once a media, social media site start losing users in numbers, that's the beginning of the end. It doesn't mean like, I mean, Facebook is, is I think an outlier because of how massive it is. But even Facebook, even as it's retained accounts, mm-hmm. its engagement has steadily declined for some time because people are going to these other platforms for a variety of reasons. Some of it's because... Yeah. We say uh, that. I, I, that's that's well, sort of... The numbers, the numbers yeah, the actually number. bear it out. It's because right. people spend... Because people are increasingly alienated by Facebook for one reason or another. Most people right. I know that are on Facebook are on Facebook for very specific reasons. And to Matt's point, it is because one of the I think, most difficult things... And the thing that I feel like, like Instagram specifically is not attending to in the way that they should that as much as I dislike Facebook, I think Facebook remembers this. The reason you use these sites is because of the other people that use them. Like right. the primary draw of a social media site is the sociality. And mm-hmm. it's even true for something like TikTok that I would say TikTok is less social with like in the sense of with your social circle, it's much more about like media figures, influencers on some level. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like you are going to that app for the people that are on it and are creating stuff. You're right. not going there to shop. You're not going there to be advertised to. If the people who like if the, if the experience of the other people on that app is not the primary thing you are getting, it's not mm-hmm. if it's being too diluted or if because of however you design your your uh, interface is unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Hello, Facebook and uh, the uh, angry Facebook uncle rants. Yeah. Like, then people will leave. And, like, I think it's a very long time out before, like, Facebook and even Instagram loses complete relevancy. Right. But I think it's gradually coming. Well, see, but the thing is, I think Facebook, I think Facebook is different because of the thing Monica just said, where like Facebook is adaptable. And also we're only measuring in Facebook's losing in engagement. Instagram is younger than Facebook, even though, but Facebook owns Instagram. TikTok is beating Facebook in engagement. And that's what they're worried about. Right. But on the other hand, as the person who's in charge of like SEO for our website, right, I have to think about Facebook constantly. Um, it, it's, you know, Facebook and Google are the two websites that matter because they drive media engagement as a whole for the United States and frankly, for most of the world at this point, to yeah. the point where they got a super villain elected president on accident, <laughs> you know, well, like, and that's one of the, but that's one of the things I'm kind of curious about, actually, right. is because one of the things that I don't know how much of this is tying into like the, the increasing departure of people from Facebook and Instagram because I admit that like the the circles I follow tend to be people who care about tech ethics. Mm-hmm. We are a niche. We are a niche. Right. Uh, but even among people who aren't haven't been interested in tech ethics previously, there are especially since the Trump election. But I think especially during the pandemic when people are spending way more time online, people are becoming I think more aware of the way that social media algorithms influence their life. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, research like multiple research uh, and like third party, like essentially like organizations that track tech ethics, both Instagram and Facebook constantly rank in terms of data privacy as the worst sites on the Internet. They are. Um, right. Uh, and so Intentionally, if, by the way. If, Intentionally. Yes. That's, their, well, that's their business model. Yeah, Facebook's primary mo- model, their primary product is they sell your information. That's how Facebook right. makes, makes Which is money. also why in the VR development community, there's a, there's a lot of skepticism around Oculus. Mm-hmm. Um, for for people who are VR enthusiasts and developers, it's like there's there's heavy skepticism because they've they've basically talked about the fact that like 
they're not really interested in Oculus because it's VR. They're interested in Oculus because of like the opportunity for different kind of ways of getting data and advertising in VR experiences like like sports games and things like that. Um, so, v, I mean, for them, VR is very much an extension of that model, which a lot of VR enthusiasts and ethicists are are, are basically if not anti-Oculus outright, are heavily skeptical. But that's probably a different episode. Um, but I do kind of wonder if if the growing awareness of the consequences of the kind of media issues that Facebook and Facebook properties have generated, like what impact that's going to have in the long run. Um, because there has been a gradual uptick of people leaving since, mm-hmm. especially the sort of, especially the Trump election. Yeah, uh, but on the other hand, on the other hand, they you got to come back whenever you're when your cousin gets married or when your niece gets uh, has a baby or your grandmother. This is where like an like, age thing comes in, though, because right. I don't know anyone that uses it. Yeah, well, you're no, the only no, no. person I know. No, you, okay, no, okay. but you, you know, people who use Instagram, though, for that reason. I mean, and Facebook owns them. One of the two is what I'm getting at. And I, and I sure. think that I don't think Facebook cares if Facebook.com fails and Instagram blows up. Facebook, it's still the same company. And I think right. that's I think that sooner and yet yeah, I, I am older, yeah. but like sooner or later, Instagram, I see people from Instagram also beginning to leave. People are not po- mm-hmm. people, at least that I know, are cutting down the amount of personal stuff that they're putting on Instagram. Right. Specifically kids. Actually, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are staunchly their kids will not go on Instagram. Right, right. Yeah, uh, so do I. So do I actually. But then but sooner or later they're gonna have to solve that problem. And I don't know that it's going to be Facebook or Instagram, but someone needs to be. We live in a world of a pandemic, right? And at some point, you know, you need to be able to post wedding pictures and baby pictures somewhere. I mean, do you need to? No, but honestly, yeah. In a in a world where people are, what are you going to do? Like mail, send people physical mail? Come on, what what world? What year do you live in? Post office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, but I mean, that's yeah, but that's the but that's the problem. Just in order to you know, sooner or later, if if you're going to have a kid and you want to show people either the sonogram or the physical baby, you got to post it somewhere. And TikTok's not the place for that. So so some someone's got to be the photo sharing website. And that's why I think I think when TikTok. I think when Instagram learns that this is a failed idea of trying to out TikTok TikTok, I think that I think that someone's got to be the photo sharing website and Instagram will either smarten up and remember that they need to keep that that, you know, as a viable opportunity or they're going to what what they'll lose is when somebody else, when, you know, when Snapchat or whoever becomes the smarter photo sharing website and that because because they're like, screw this video thing, we're just going to get all these people who want to share photos. I mean, there is like I'm going to call it like the slideshow video that I see mm-hmm. on TikTok, which is just a collection of still mm-hmm. photos, which yeah. I think yeah. does allow you to continue to participate. But it, I don't know. I just Facebook's actually better. Flickr was even better. And so it's, you know, each one that you can go to. Oh, baby, my brother, my sister had a baby and I want to download the picture to my view, but they don't. They're going to want to post it somewhere. Have a bare minimum number of users and they will stay in Mm -hmm. business. Um, And I and I I think (laughs) I think Zuck is smart enough to not let that go. I think (laughs) like I'm not saying and and, and I'm not saying because he's a wonderful person. I'm saying just from a pure business point of view, I think that the, the, the Facebook people have got to know, no, we do not want to lose 
the bare minimum model of people want to share vacation photos and baby pic photos. And and yeah, maybe we would like to have the content creators. But like, I think that you've got to have somewhere to because the one thing that we're not going to stop doing is having babies. And as soon as they're there, as soon as there's a virus um, that goes away, people are going to, you know, sooner or later, the, the vacation industry is going to explode. So <laughs> I mean, so I want to bring up and to Katia's, no one uses Facebook anymore. <laughs> I, I actually use Facebook um, a lot, but not for the reason you would think. I love Facebook groups. Like, yeah. I am a group that is just weird things that people find at the thrift store and mm-hmm. that is just bad listings on Zillow. And I spend <laughs> a lot of time in those groups. And for mm-hmm. me, that is that same community building aspect that I was talking about feeling like I was losing from Instagram because that used to be yeah. the place where mm-hmm. I also sort of had like a, a, like a cosplay community and like sewing community that I was able to discover new people in and interact with. And it was this like sharing of ideas and the algorithm has sort of pushed that so that it's less people who have the joy and just sort of like the influencers at the top of those spaces so there's less like actual opportunity to have conversation or talk to people with similar interests in a way that facebook groups are like it's basically like reddit but with you know like everyone actually has a profile photo Mm -hmm. um and in a way that's better for community and better for conversation which was i always felt like photos photos are photos but they're supposed to be a jumping off point to then not just like them, but like comment on them and interact with them and do well, something. With you want to be able to ask yeah. somebody, you want to be able to ask somebody, Hey, that's a pretty dress. Where did you get the pattern or did yeah. you make it? Or and did save you save the pictures? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of my sewing community, a lot of the sewing communities I participate in have actually started moving to discord. Um, which my main happy about discord is you can't easily save the photos. I just want them to put a Pinterest bot in there. <laughs> um, so if anyone at discord can tell me how to do that, oh. uh, let me know. Have we, can we rant on Pinterest? Or is that another show? <laughs> I mean, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's related. Pinterest is also interesting. Actually, Pinterest, we should talk about Pinterest because okay, Pinterest is interesting because it is technically kind of a social media platform, but like okay, I I use and love Pinterest to just like save my random little like ooh I want to make that dress. But does anyone actually like how do people actually use this site? I really want to know. Math will probably know something. Math will probably know about this as an SEO guy, and I'm I'm right about that, right? You're into like I I was, yeah. Okay, so I do a little bit of SEO, search engine optimization stuff for Mm -hmm. websites and for clients and things. Um, But Pinterest is actually considered the number one photo sharing app or community on the internet, and so if you put something for uh, advertising your business or Mm -hmm. um, if you want to share patterns for sewing or whatever the case may be. Uh, it will actually show up in front of way more people. Yes. If you can um, hit Pinterest, if you yep. can hit Pinterest, like Google Google Images, uh, mm-hmm. primarily from Pinterest. So it's a really interesting uh, place to actually put your photos. But there isn't much of a community. There's I think, none. They, I think they are 
are trying. I think they're actually trying to do something that's social, but I appreciate that they're kind of staying in their lane. Yeah. I think, I think that too many of these, uh, these communities try to expand outside of what they're really good at. Things like Flickr, like they try to just get bigger and better, but really, like we want you to do the thing you do. Right. Stay there. Do it better. Like Instagram, it could have done better if they had allowed URLs, like clickable URLs, yeah. or to not police people so much. And yeah. as a model yeah. who mm-hmm. who works primarily in like boudoir and lingerie and artistic nude, like I have a different perspective than someone who uses it primarily for knitting or sewing or following celebrities or mm-hmm. whatever their perspective is. Um, Mine is, it's my job. This is how I find other photographers mm-hmm. and other collaborators, other models, um, people who inspire me. And these people are like continuously being kicked off of the, yeah. uh, off of Instagram unceremoniously just over maybe like a bare butt or a, like a painting of a nude mm-hmm. woman with a nipple. And if that nipple is visible, then like think of the children, like we have to delete your account. Mm-hmm. And these like, this has happened to me once um my account was just deleted one day when i woke up uh the day after i got engaged actually um remember that yes yeah you're talking about it yeah yeah i moved into my first house and my uh then boyfriend um proposed to me that day and i kind of just like slept on it and was like okay like i want to have this secret all to myself for a couple of days and then i woke up the day i was going to tell everyone and my account was just gone (laughs) and like what like this is the like biggest thing in my life that's happened so far and so like how's that Instagram don't want it yeah but Instagram isn't gonna allow this to happen and I think that kind of action um really drives people away Mm -hmm. and when I think about things like MySpace and Model Mayhem, um, I was trying to kind of think of a way to put it into perspective for people who don't um, don't have the, the lived experience that you and I might have, Mav, in this situation. Um, yeah. But if there's kind of, if you think about it as like there's a piece of garbage <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of flies attached to it, like magnets, right? If you remove that piece of garbage and there's no other piece of garbage out there for those flies to be attracted to, they're going to go in several different directions and attach to pieces of, pieces of garbage elsewhere. But if you had like one real big piece of garbage right next to the one that got taken away, they'd all immediately go right there. So if there isn't another piece of garbage, like <laughs> the internet community for all those flies to immediately go to they're gonna go out like and like intersperse elsewhere um on a bunch of other like real shitty pieces of garbage (laughs) we need one like you need one that's good enough right (laughs) there's one shitty community there needs to be another one ready to take its place and that's that's exactly it i think that's what works and i think and i think if facebook uh which like obviously owns instagram um i think if other photo sharing apps come along and they will obviously mm-hmm. um instagram will just or facebook will just buy it out and then we'll still have whatever yeah. shit bag they give us i mean Flickr's, um, and that's all we have so here's the thing Flickr is still in is still in business they exist right. and you and and they're and they're doing fine because yahoo realized what they had i mean they're not doing fine they're not doing great they're never going they're never going to be the world leader again they were they lost it because they you know you know they 
they flew too close to the sun, right? They tried too hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and, and if they if they left well enough alone and just been like, we are just going to be the best at this one special thing, they'd still yeah. be on top today. And they learned that lesson too late. So Facebook ate them and they, yeah. and they can't have that back because, but Facebook only ate them because they dared to try and challenge them, right? Um, Flickr also got in trouble. I'll tell this story. This is, um, I, I used to run, I always I used to joke all the time, Dane, you've probably heard me say this, um, that I that I invented the selfie. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a thing. Um, there was this project that I did for. Well, uh, there was a project that I did for four years, three hundred sixty before anybody had the word selfie. I took a self portrait every day and posted it to the internet for four straight years. I didn't miss a day, and some of them Amazing. were just boring, and some of them were me doing artistic stuff. If I had a photo shoot with a with a model, it was probably just me with the model, like on set wherever. If I did, if it if it wasn't a day where I was working a photo shoot i might do something i might do a shoot of myself um very artistic um the one that people every year on juneteenth i i repost the picture i did of myself breaking out of chains that's from the 365 days project um i have i wrote i wrote a book from my first year and which was just like a diary and every day was a selfie though again i never used that word because no one had ever said that yet um it was a self-portrait and a diary entry that i did every day for four years and it's just and then eventually i was just like i don't want to do it anymore so um um but so i i ran a community on Flickr. that was that and we had we had very um we had we had uh, we had the 365 days community had very good rules we did we'd say stuff like um daily self self photo the rules are it's got to be it's got to be a self-portrait you know you cannot have anybody yeah, else i'm gonna try to my brain i am 90 percent that at some point in middle school i was in this group you very well might have. And if you go and if you and don't say middle school, because, again, I, you know, I hate when you remind me how, how much older I am. <laughs> but if you go, but if you go, to the three, yeah, if you go to the 365 days project and you look at the very first photo still, it's me. I'm the first one. It's me in the shadow saying I'm going to do this. And 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 I got the idea of Stephen, um, Stephen Poff, who he, he he was doing it already. And I'm like, I'm going to make a group of this and this is going to be a thing. And I thought my, my my theory was if I can get 10 or 20 people to follow me, then then I'll feel guilty and I'll make it through the entire year. I won't skip days. Right. And then, and then the next thing I know, like it, it was, it was literally that. And then a month later there were 10,000 people. And then like it grows to like a hundred thousand people and like, and, and then a million people. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. So this thing, and I make nothing for this yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo makes a bunch of money. They thank me personally. <laughs> um, like when Yahoo writes me a nice little letter saying, thank you for help growing our community. I'm like, yeah, how about some cash? Um, I got interviewed by some newspapers and stuff. So I did some things like that. But it was really just that. And the thing with the thing with this project was we we had rules like I um, I, I remember um, Yahoo after thanking me personally in their blog. Um, I wrote a letter back to them complaining when they changed the rules because Yahoo got upset about the the concept of what about the children? There's nudity here and we need to, we need to police this. And they went and they blocked any group that had ever allowed nudes, including mine. And oh, no I was livid and I yelled at them. They're, they're, they're like, well, we we can't you know what there's nudes we need to make this private and but see they had already had this system of pictures can be marked as moderate um intermediate or 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 adult you know they were, they were, those were or there were no um or work safe moderate um intermediate or adult there were four levels and you you were supposed to self modify you know self-regulate and we were such a good community that everybody was really great about doing that so i had um i had users in the group who were you have to be 13 
18 in order to have a uh, Yahoo account. So a Flickr account. Right. So I had 13 year olds and I also had um, I had one person who one name I had one woman who uh, when she started was 40, you know, late 30s, early 40s um, and had severe body image issues. And she was like, all of my photos are going to be naked. And it was just it was a beautiful um, her just coming to grips with her own body and her own sexuality and her journey. And she would write her story and she would write about what she was thinking about. And they were all tastefully nude. Um, Some some less than tasteful because that's how she felt today. And those were big risks for her. And my feeling was the there's a way to do this because we have settings. We can have there's a way to do this where we can have a 13 year old who's just learning to express themselves and we can have a 40 year old who wants to experiment with nudity and I can set, have settings where I can where she can mark her work as adult, which she did. And then the 13 year old doesn't have to worry about it. Like that's that's fine. Why are you creating this rule of trying to police things the way that Dane was talking about and saying, no nudity, you've got to kick these people out now. And I was just like, no, how dare you? make me choose between um you know uh, and uh, i'll i um well uh, you, how dare you make me choose between sarah and clarissa clarissa was uh was a friend's daughter who was 13 at the time and she had just joined the group and sarah was this was this older woman woman my age who was experimenting with her life you know and like i shouldn't have to choose between the two of them first off sarah's parents i mean so clarissa's parents don't care if she sees naked women <laughs> but even if they did there's a solution for that you don't need to like try and think too hard in order to get this and instagram has gone beyond that which is why i started right. telling the story instagram well instagram kicks people off for things that aren't even actually nudity but they thought they were um yeah, not even they it, thought the algorithm thought the algorithm that's thought right. or someone reported it um I've, actually, and, that's been actually happening in the sewing community there is mm-hmm. for there was a few there was a brief period in which as far as we can tell it, i mean their moderation guidelines are not transparent whatsoever Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a bunch of sewists who post basically. So if people, if you have ever got my Instagram account, my Instagram account is basically me again, cats, and then me modeling things that I've sewn is essentially my entire Instagram account. Sometimes it's things that you've okay. sewn on a, on a dress form. <laughs> Exciting variety. Yes. There, there, there are other sewing accounts, but like basically most sewing accounts are some version of that, some more professional, like, well, many more professional than mine. Mm-hmm. But there were accounts that were getting suspended, in some cases banned by the, as apparently by the algorithm, as far as people can figure out, um, for terms of service violations. And the best that we, the best speculation I saw, the best we could figure out, because there was nothing. And it wasn't even like they were posting anything political that could be a possible reason or whatever. The best we could figure out is that somehow the algorithm decided that fe- like feminine forms meant explicit content. Right. Or something. And there's also and there's also an 18 plus there's a, like you can actually choose to make your account mm-hmm. show 18 plus content and it won't show to younger audiences. So why isn't that being used? Mm-hmm. Well, it also, but when you do that, a lot of times, it, a lot of times you get de, you get uh, deprivileged in the algorithm too, which is bad. It's, it's so, it's so goofy and broken, and it. Okay, and they want um, to do that for I mean, sewing, I, you know. Well, but see, and I've been blocked. The thing is, it's like people. I think it's the thing with the sewing community, and like I've seen definitely like. There are many people, especially more like users like myself, where we're pretty casual posters. A lot of people who post more casually have left because they're like, this is too frustrating now. And even if they're not getting banned themselves, leaving just because it's like, I don't want to deal with this in my community. I want I want to talk about sewing and things that are of interest to the community 
I don't want to deal with this app screwing with my content. Because especially mm-hmm. if Instagram deletes your, like actually deletes your account, you lost your content. Right. It Plus your that. followers. Like that's, I mean, that's why people have backups. Mm-hmm. Facebook does. I mean, and Facebook, I've never been deleted, but I've been, I've been blocked a few times on Facebook, but it's the same thing. It's usually, it's usually because, um, because you've said something and uh, like the algorithm doesn't block me much. Usually it's, it's very clearly because one of the idiot right wingers who follows me has decided to try and take a stand and just get their friends to all go and, and mark me as, you know, as bad and like they all if they it all report me, the, on Instagram. right the algorithm defaults to blocking you because so many people once enough people have have reported you and then you have to like go and like you have to go through the work of trying to find a person to you either have to wait your your 48 day hour suspension or you have to go through the work of of appealing it and i usually win my appeals because um because oddly enough um I've never I have never gotten um, blocked on any of the model pictures that I posted um, or the, you know, nude or semi nude stuff of myself because, you know, no one cares. Right. Or if anything, a lot of people who are following me are following me because they want to see sexy girls. Right. So no one's ever complained about that. What they complain about is me saying something about Trump. You know, <laughs> that's that's what happens. Well, that's a good and that also happens on Instagram, which is another thing we haven't really touched on, which I kind of talked about the blog is there seems to be well seems to be there is like basically the same content moderation things around politics that have been happening on facebook are increasingly happening on instagram and their content moderation isn't great and i will say this not again not a big fan of facebook and its properties on how they deal with things but there is like I often think about like what good content moderation would look like on these on these sites. And I do think it is a crazy difficult problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure. I think part of it is because the scale of I mean, you're dealing with a scale of people that like there is no way you are going to have a solution that works for everybody. And I think sure. part of the issue that plagues Facebook and Instagram, because like, like I said, they are the largest. The problem that comes with that is that in order to maintain that and gr- continue to grow, which you have to do to please your shareholders, you have to try and please all of your users. Um, that is nigh impossible, which is kind of like, which is kind of like one of the things, the other thing that came, that, that this episode kind of came from was, I mean, the, the the weird Instagram announcement was kind of the excuse, but I've been thinking about this for a few months because, and I would try to find the video. I could not find the video. If I find it, I will, I will post it to give credit where credit is due, but um, a video on TikTok, of course, uh, from somebody who works in uh, social media marketing and was talking about basically conversations she's had with other social media marketers because like their entire career is dependent on the success of like ads on to a large extent on Instagram and Facebook, like on these platforms that sell ads targeted by algorithms and the kind of data that social media sites sell. And her theory is that her career is slowly disappearing, not in the next couple of years, more on the scale of decades, but she's basically her, her theory. And I guess a lot of the other uh, social media marketers like her is like because of how hard we've all been advertised to they're like we're seeing declines on engagement with ads that's what drives revenue on these sites so they're like if we've literally over advertised to people to the to the extent where they will no longer engage like what is the future of social media marketing 
which also like if the if the future of social media marketing is precarious, what then is the future of all these social media sites whose financial stability is built on advertising? And it's the same as television. I'm not in. Yeah. And I'm not in, I'm obviously not an advertising expert or anything like that. And this is like the opinion of one person, but I think that is a really thought provoking idea of what, like, basically like, yeah, we've, we've hypersaturated advertising. And at a certain point, is that sustainable? It's yeah, true. To, I mean, to just agree with Mav, it's like, I mean, the whole way that we sort of got people into streaming content on the internet to begin with was the absence like Hulu like the benefit of Hulu was there were no commercials when Hulu first started and then they added them and then they added commercials and now you can pay extra to not have commercials but um, (laughs) you can can pay extra to you can have pay extra to have fewer fewer commercials which is really irritating there's no (laughs) there's so so many problems with with that model but 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 what will you do I mean so I mean Dane asked about my, my previous life where I used to actually build you know web apps and things like that and care about seo you know beyond just my little like right now i care about seo only in as much as it relates to us you know please subscribe to us on itunes or stitcher or spotify (laughs) (laughs) follow us on facebook and instagram you know but like i that's where i care but back when i used to care about things i remember watching the decline of banner ads right like banner ads used to be how internet advertising worked and the problem with banner ads is everyone hated them but it was how we paid the bill so because no one liked ads, the whole industry grew up around just making ads more and more hard to ignore. At first, they were banners. Then they were pop ups. Then they were music. And then people started blocking them. So then we started coming up with ways to to, you know, like think about all the websites that you go to where you're like uh, where you'll go and the place will say, oh, you cannot reload this news story unless you turn off your pop up blocker because we need right. we, we and. I'm like, no, I don't care about your news story enough to do that. Right. Like, like the problem is like advertising is annoying, but people don't like paying for content either. So, yeah, sure. Well, and and actually they do kind of like, you know, you you, you can have a Patreon, you can have a, you know, an OnlyFans. You can have content, but we won't pay. I mean, I think the thing is, it's like I discover people I would be willing to pay for their content on Instagram, like on Instagram, on Pinterest, on TikTok. Right. I don't want to pay to discover those people. Our show, our show. Right. Like, you know, could we charge for the show? Sure. But we'd have a fraction of the people listening. Right. Um, Like we get most of our listeners. I mean, I I can tell I because I do look at our engagement and I look at our Mm -hmm. I, I look at our tracking and I know that the majority of our listeners come from Facebook, followed by Twitter, followed by Instagram. Um, follow with, with the exception of when we're on some other, you know, if um in a on a week where I'm on somebody else's podcast, you know, we'll we'll have an uptick of of listeners from the protagonist because I was on that or or whatever, you know, or or like that that will happen. Um, but for the most part, that's where our listeners come from. And then of course, you know, some of it is just like I'm sure, um, your you know the algorithm it will recommend us if somebody listens to some other show on apple or on spotify the algorithm might say you know what people who like this show also like fox podcast so things like that happen but uh, but like the way that i can get the most listeners um which i don't really do much but if we want if we want our want listeners then we could pay for advertising and because as much as advertising annoys everybody it also works so 
It works less well than it used to, and it will continue to get less and less effective, but it matters. Right. And that's why. So that's so that's what you do. And you start doing well, things and, like and I think that's the thing is it's like as it matters, it matters and will continue to matter. But I think <laughs> I, I think the point is still really interesting of like and I mean, this this happened with previous forms of advertising. Right. Mm-hmm. People got inured to that form of advertising. So we had to find new ways to advertise to people. Right. So like TiVo like, only exists. TiVo exists not so that I can record stuff. It exists so I can skip ads on TV. That's exactly. that's the main that's the main right. feature. And like, well, and even people like the decline of people paying for cable television is like similar too. Is it's like mm-hmm. we can we you you know you can you can block like online ads more easily than you can on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I do, I do think it's interesting to think about like like kind of like the potential that social media has been the victim of its own success. It was so good at selling things that people got so annoyed by it selling things <laughs> that it's eventually going to kind of eat itself unless it comes up with a new way of monetizing or a new way or at least a new way of advertising. Which I'm, I'm assuming is part of what is behind Instagram's weird addition of like the shopping HSN tab because that mm. baffles me. And Pinterest has also done that as well. So it's Facebook. You can specifically, yeah. right. You can, you can look for shoppable pins and all that stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, that seems like one way that at least some of the social media platforms are trying to, to well, make up for losses in advertising. And you know, what's funny about that is whenever I see any of these ads come up on Instagram or whatever, um, I will actually go out of my way because I hate Instagram so much. <laughs> I hate the thing that sustains me so much just because it's so precarious, <laughs> um, just because of the vague policies that Instagram carries. Um, but whenever I see ads for something I'm interested in, I will use Google to find the link <laughs> oh, I, rather than yeah. click it. Yes, fuck Instagram. <laughs> fuck Facebook. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, at, at the same at the same time, I mean, uh, so I understand. I understand why people hate Amazon. I, I get it. I really do get it. Right. I think it's a, right. and that might be a show one day. I think it's a lot more complicated than people think of. Like I, I know a lot of people who are who are like, oh no, fight the man, don't border from Amazon. And these people do not understand. And I think most of us do. Katya, you'll agree with this. The the way market forces and capitalism work and Marxism. It is not that simple. Like you're not really hurting people by the people you think you're hurting by not shopping at Amazon. Well, um, right. That's yeah. Amazon's it's, it's, I mean, I'm somebody who no, like no longer purchase anything from Amazon ever right. because of those reasons, but also like, it, yeah, it is complicated, especially because, complicated. Like, mm-hmm. especially like, okay. So like I, I had no, no folks that rely on Amazon. They live in rural places. They rely on Amazon to get essential medical supplies because mm-hmm. that is the only way to get them, which is partially Amazon's fault, actually. Yes. Right. Uh, that, that, that's a, but also, I mean, well, well, that's I mean, the problem mm-hmm. is basically Amazon, what, regardless of your feelings about Amazon, what is true is Amazon is so huge. And I think this is actually a similar to the problem with social media sites. Amazon is so huge. It has fundamentally changed the way that economies in places where it has a massive market market share, which at this point is a most of the, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. developed Internet world, whatever, that it has changed the economy. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Facebook, Instagram, like these massive social media sites are big enough that like their actions uh the way that they change how they sell things the way that they change how like the i mean i talk about those games all the time the affordances of the media take a shot Mm -hmm. um what it allows you to do and not do on those sites has massive like massive impact in ways that we both do and sometimes don't understand i mean Social media, I mean, part of the reason I find social media fascinating is because it is an experiment in motion Mm -hmm. run by people who don't think it was an experiment 
And to be perfectly honest, I think also being run by a lot of people who don't necessarily fully grasp the kinds of companies they're running and the kinds of platforms they're developing, partially because I don't think anyone fully grasps what Mm -hmm. these things are, because there's nothing that's ever unprecedented in media. But I think this is pretty close. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. what I was getting at, because Am- I mean, look at to look at Amazon, right? Amazon's primary product isn't books and it hasn't been a long time. Amazon's primary product is cloud services. And by what I mean for that is Amazon cloud services um, run the Internet. Um, if you are listening to this show right now, um, that means you are using it because um, because so much of the internet relies on on this show, for instance, is stored in the ether because of what Amazon sells. Amazon sells their services to other network companies. Um, um, but so they don't really care if you buy a book or not. Um, we do. If you, you know, like I understand why people don't want to support Amazon. But on the other hand, if you if you buy a if you click on a show notes for a book and like you buy a book through our web through our website, we get a cut and that helps us. You know, and helps helps us pay for our hosting service. So it's it's a complicated world. Sure. The way I the way I look at it though is that if I can cut out the middlemen mm-hmm. and not give Amazon a cut of what the creator deserves in its entirety. That's the way I would prefer my dollar be spent. Um, just because you know screw screw amazon and facebook and instagram <laughs> but, no, but i agree I, it's like if, if you can i i think it's a good idea yeah mm-hmm. but i'm i also see it from the other side because i'm actually in talks right now and i have nda signed and things so i'm gonna talk about it but i have an invention yeah. that is uh being taken to amazon so i will mm-hmm. eventually be someone who <laughs> takes who hopefully if everything goes according to plan once all once all these uh these issues with um the containers, the shipping containers get fixed, uh, like figured out. Um, I will be on the receiving end of these things. And mm. at that point, I'll have a better, well-rounded opinion. But for the moment, <laughs> fuck Amazon also. <laughs> so we resolved nothing. We officially meandered into a different episode, which I think means yeah. we have resolved nothing. <laughs> can I just, can oh. I just throw one more little yes. note on all this? That I, I really feel like we should address fact that TikTok was going to be canceled or or Trump tried his darndest to get oh, TikTok, yeah. like kicked yeah. off the app store and and yet now Instagram is like but what if we do the same thing yeah. <laughs> and yes I understand that there's a lot more uh, politics involved than the summary that I just gave um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but maybe maybe well, my not many. theory is uh, that's on purpose because then you can the hope is like then you could cancel TikTok because then we have we have American TikTok uh, which is never going to happen nice try yeah. right which also yeah which which is also an interesting challenge because yes there are data privacy concerns with TikTok there are data, data privacy concerns with pretty much any online service you use ever uh, it is a difference of degree not kind mm-hmm. um but I, I would frankly uh, be. I'm, I'm, I personally would be much more concerned about about Facebook properties than about TikTok. Not to say I'm not concerned about TikTok, <laughs> but uh, 
uh, like I said, general opinion of data security is right. that Facebook and Instagram are probably the ones to be most concerned about. Well, there's one thing I, I want to just point out really quickly with that um, is that there's actually a bit of an interesting war going on between Apple and Facebook properties right now. Yes. Uh, because Apple wants to give the users more control over their location services and their IP address being hidden yeah. from properties that Facebook and other mm-hmm. uh, companies own. And Facebook has been very outspoken about not wanting to give this up. So mm-hmm. I, their entire financial model depends yeah. on it. Uh, and it's increasingly becoming and it, like just I know we need to wrap up, but like it's mm-hmm. also in the kinds of data, the, the kinds of data that Facebook sells and the ways that they sell it uh, is on its way to being regulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some countries is already regulated. So which is not to say that they're not going to continue doing what they're doing. They're going to have to continue doing it in a very different way, especially if uh, like laws like that are being passed in the United States, which is where the majority <laughs> of their user base is. Yeah, I, it's complicated. We're, we definitely are. We're in a different episode here. And we're in a different episode. I don't know. My my feeling is, I mean, yes, here's the thing. If you at the point at which you're arguing whether or not Dr. Doom or Lex Luthor is worse for you, I think that (laughs) which is I think what you're talking about. Oh, well, TikTok is bad. And but Facebook is worse. And I'm like, there's no there's no worse. It's just everything's bad. The world sucks. Okay, (laughs) we live in a garbage fire of a world. And yeah, yeah, we resolve nothing. But I do think the world's complicated, which is why we do these shows and um and like how we got here from a yeah so instagram's going away i do not know so i'm really looking forward to listening back to this myself but that many said, words, especially many of mine will be eaten roughly a year from now <laughs> that said i want to thank dane for joining us thank dane hello where do people find you if they want to i mean we didn't talk much about this but you are a professional model with um lots of both artistic and beautiful and sexy and you know again and i'm just going to compliment her because she's my friend but also not even not just because she's my friend also just because she's a wonderful model where would people fi- follow you if they wanted to do so if they were so inclined oh thank you well uh you can find my professional persona at uh, theredbomb.com or at theredbomb underscore model on Instagram, uh, Mm -hmm. where I actually show way more of my stupid, goofy, um, (laughs) ridiculous dog infested life. Um, And uh, I also am a a boudoir photographer, so you can Mm -hmm. find that at the the rose glass photo. Mm -hmm. That's that's me. Well, thank you for joining us, and I hope everybody will check you out and follow you on Instagram, which we've, you know, as long as it continues to exist. Um, And for regulars, Monica Marvelous, where do people find you? Uh, You can find me on the Instagram or on the Twitter at Monica Marvelous. And that's L-O-U-S on Instagram and L-O-U-X on Twitter. We're gonna, are we going to have to like find the other Monica Marvelous and killer just so that you can have your consistency? <laughs> Don't <laughs> like, condone violence. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. Just threats. <laughs> <laughs> Katya, what about you? I mean, you can technically find me at just that nerd kid on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I do accept bets on whether or not I will post again because I just I can't be bothered. So basically here you can find me on here. She says that and then like in a week or two weeks she'll be sewing something and she'll be like this is cute everybody look at it and, and I will and you know. We'll see. I mean it depends on 
why the sewing community lands because honestly, I mean, yeah. like I said, everybody's leaving. I'm interested to see if something else pops up. I want a sewing ravelry to emerge. <laughs> someone, yeah. someone well, do also, it. Also, or your cat will do something cute and you'll post pictures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, all of the places, always at Chris Maverick. You can follow the show, all those same places at Vox Popcast. You can follow the show's blog at www.voxpopcast.com where we talk about whatever we're talking about next week. Uh, a post just went up today. Uh, Monica's first uh, first solo post just went up today where we're going to be doing something about biopics and docudramas and historical fiction and historical nonfiction and you know, all the complicated things in between. Um it's interesting. You should check that out. Um, if you enjoy the show, and we certainly hope you do, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever the hell else you get podcasts from. And do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review. If you leave us a five-star review, especially on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, that helps other people find the show by tweaking all those algorithms we were just talking about and making us more popular and makes me feel good, which is really what this is all about. Like, you want me to feel good. I need this. My, my life is my life's rough. I work in like three different schools. Like, I need you to just tell me how much you love our show and how how interesting it is, because because I look forward to this and I want and I want you to love me. Um, also, subscribe to us on YouTube, like and subscribe, hit bells, do all the YouTube stuff that also makes us more popular there. And you can see you can see video representations of our show as we talk as, as we talk about whatever we're talking about. So we would appreciate it if you'd like and subscribe to us there as well. I would like to thank Maximilian of Thoughtform Music for our epic theme song, building ever so more epically and playing us out. I'd once again like Dane for joining us. I'd like to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.